0: Go to NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. The Armstrong and Geddy,
1: though. With my dad. And so Can I press that bad
0: button? Are we ready to start?
1: One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American.
0: Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can. And here's their response.
1: General Kelly will go down in terms of the position of chief of staff, one of the great ever.
0: I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now he is Armstrong and Getty. Whoa! from Studio C. C. Senior. We got a brand new month staring us the face. The Armstrong and Getty Show, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Compound. And today, under the tutelage of our general manager, General John Kelly. Snap to attention. You out. Out. What? what the that do? Out. Maybe for one last time. Out. Oh. For- <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> you know, Michael had... Uh, we had our little group texting back and forth yesterday. and thought Michael had the funniest joke. The Mooch was only chief of staff 10 days longer than he was. I mean, really. I'm sorry?
2: Than Michelangelo was? Yeah. Uh,
0: Mooch was only chief of staff 10 days longer than <laughs> oh, I was. Oh, That's right. Uh, yeah, comms director. Right. Yeah. Iber- I mean, uh, it's really... It's, it's, well, you know. So you could get the gig, you know, very, very briefly and be, you know, in terms of history, right there with him. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm only a week and a half behind. Right. Yeah. And historical figure, really. You'd really, you really have to do something notable, though, to equal him. I mean, in terms of the nation's consciousness. Did you just see the... Squat uh, on the, uh, the desk in the Oval Office, the <laughs> historic desk. I just saw this. He got sucked into an email thing that with somebody who was claiming to be Reince Priebus. Did you see that? No, I didn't. That, that happened over the weekend. Oh, trolled.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: He's, 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 he's pretty easy to troll, it would appear. Ah, beautiful. No, but, you know, I don't think his personal life is getting enough attention. He he, and his wife had a baby last Monday, a week ago. They did? Yes. You see, yeah, you you were playing golf. You were busy. So, But that story's not getting enough attention. She filed for divorce right. late, nine months pregnant. Just a couple of weeks ago, about to have a baby. That's a lot of pressure on you as a 53-year-old man. And she had the baby Monday night while Mooch was with Trump at the Boy Scout thing. He texted her, congratulations. (laughs) <laughs> so, obviously, they're really on the outs. If not only are they divorcing, he's not even allowed to be there. Well, that was courteous of him. Though, or to uh, pass along his best wishes. But, anyway, the whole your son being born, you're not allowed to be there is a lot of personal turmoil that could cause you to act irrationally or drink a lot or whatever. Yeah. And I don't think that's getting enough attention. Wow. I would heard she dumped him, but not the baby part. Wow. She dumped him almost at the given birth stage. Yeah. Wow, of course, women get a little crazy there toward no. the end of a pregnancy.
2: <laughs> because he's
0: obsessed with Trump, she said. Nah, that, she she came out and said that's not true. What? Yeah, so that that's got nothing to do with it. But, Fake news. Um, but he's. Under Are you a sure lo- there's a baby? Have you seen the baby? He's he's under a lot of pressure, so you know. I think he got uh, either uh, drunk or coked up or whatever, and went <laughs> off. And that's what happened. Nice life. Yeah, no kidding. This is what we need to do. We need to study the world. Study the
3: world. Uh, Yes, let us
0: study the world. We should study study the world. Yes, study the world. Yes, study the world. And let's kick off the show by introducing everybody in the squad. That's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing bo- toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
1: I'm disappointed. Um, I ordered from Amazon yesterday a portable radio, AM, FM radio. Um, this is a little behind the scenes, but I want to be able to hear exactly what it sounds like when you listeners hear it on the air. That, that's awesome. Right? So I got mm-hmm. one, and you know, I thought I out a good one, and I you know, got good reviews, everything like that. Turned it on this morning, and this is what we got. So
3: here we go. <laughs> Sounding good. Is that yeah. what we
2: sound like? Yeah. yeah. That's what we sound like. That's pretty good for AM radio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Surprising the the ratings
1: board. are what they are. I was looking at the box on the side here. It says clear reception, great headset support, made in China. Oh, oh, boom. Boom.
0: oh. Boo! Conflict minerals. China! So, back to the drawing China. board. China! <laughs> Ah, well, what are you going to do? There's Positive Sean, our assistant executive producer. How are you, Sean?
3: It was uh, doing very well. It was on this day in the year of our Lord, 1981, that MTV, that's music television, made its debut, originally just available to a uh, small handful of households in New Jersey. The very first uh, thing they played on the air was the Bugles' video killed the radio star. MTV also the, essentially the people who created reality television with uh, the real world and the Osbournes and stuff, and the the... They created the format that other networks then kind of piggybacked and became a whole industry unto itself. So uh, happy birthday to MTV! Now they just kind of show like teen birthing or uh, teen mom shows and uh, various things. Not a lot of Jersey music on there. there. Yeah, Jersey Shore stuff. Not a lot of music anymore. But uh, it was certainly a, a, a cultural touchstone throughout the '90s.
0: It came out in '81. You said yes. I didn't see. I didn't see a minute of MTV till 1984. I don't think. Mm. I didn't live anywhere that had it. I I knew one dude who had uh, satellite TV or something, and he got it, and we sat there in Wonder watching the videos. Because, uh, you know, that was back in the day when you would never, ever see your favorite bands unless they came to town you didn't even know and they, you bought a ticket. You didn't even know what they looked like often. Yeah. Right, right. There were actually
3: some uh, some somewhat he- uh, now Hollywood kind of heavyweight directors that got their, their start
0: making sure. music videos as well. But you never, never saw your favorite band. I remember... I went to see the Jackson 5 thinking they were the Osmonds. Imagine, imagine oh. my shock. If, if, you, if the people you liked didn't put their pictures on the album cover or in the album sleeve, you had no idea what they looked like and no way to find out. It seems crazy now. Yeah. yeah. When you can see them as a child or in a bathrobe <laughs> on their front lawn or wherever you want to see. All the time. Uh, there's Vincent. He's this nation's most prominent Asian-American talk show personality.
2: How are you, Vincent? Went to a A baseball game. Uh, a little hungry slash thirsty, want to get a concessions. Uh, personal pizza from Roundtable, which in normal world, real world, outside the stadium, cost $6. Got one of those. Got a, uh, a beer. It was called a large beer. It looked to be about 12 to 14 ounces. A plastic cup. Uh, $1 probably if you buy a six-pack in the real world outside the stadium and a small bottle of water i'll say it's a dollar outside of the stadium so total cost of this pizza small beer and small water eight dollars irl inside the stadium total was 26 dollars wow damn near 30 bucks for- Change back on your twenty-seven
0: dollars. <laughs> Almost thirty bucks for a tiny little pizza and a tiny beer. That's three hundred
2: percent profit margin. That's if I was one of the, the bald guy in Shark Tank, I'd be like, I love those margins yeah
0: no kidding and the water the water that's the that's the best one yeah. you buy a case of that for four dollars out in the real world wow that's rough you would want to walk over to the movie theater to save yourself money
2: yeah. <laughs> i almost bought another beer but then i was like well, what am i gonna be, be almost 30 dollars in for a mild buzz <laughs> so whatever never again. Never, never again never again yeah you've gone too far Ballpark
0: Charlatans, Thieves! <laughs> you have gone too far. Ballpark Charlatans.
3: We may have the quote of the day already. <laughs> you can shear a sheep many times, but you can only skin it once. Ooh, that's oh, a
0: good one. I bear that in mind. That's a good one. Uh there's Marshall Phillips who <laughs> does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
1: My immediate environment has been thrown into turmoil. New neighbors moved in the other day with a yappy dog. Oh, oh, yappy dog. No! Yappy dog barks all day ah, long. Ah, ah, uh. ah. Has a dog door, goes in and out of the house, and winds up barking right outside my kitchen window. That's a life-changing experience. So, I suppose I'm going to have to be that guy.
0: That poisons a dog.
1: That goes over no, to no, the no, not that guy. No, no, no. The one that That's goes. That's a different guy. Yeah, uh, the good. One, the one that goes over to the new neighbor and complains, commits a micro pet aggression, as you will.
0: I don't know. I don't think you're a bad guy at all. I Forget mean... it. If I was blasting my stereo all day long, yeah. they'd come and say something or call yeah. the cops. Or a homeowner's association or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this them in their yappy dog. I yeah, hate that. But yeah. who wants to do that? Who no, wants to nobody. Go, go over there and confront their neighbors the worst, over something like right that? Right when
1: they just moved in. I mean, they are new to the neighborhood, and they, they're they not there during the daytime. So, again, the dog wanders in the house, out of the house. And then, it, you know, anytime it's got, like, bat ears, yeah. Anytime I go into the <laughs> kitchen, all of a sudden it's out in the backyard it's, barking at it me. It is
0: possible they don't know. And they're going to say, oh, my God, I had no idea. It's one of those purse puppies. Oh, jeez. I, I had a dog that barked once, and a neighbor yeah. told me, and I had no idea that dog barked because he never barked when we were home, and we right. had to do something different. That's right. why you leave the angry anonymous note. I realize you're honorable, Marshall, and old school, and you'd like to go say, hi, uh, it's good to meet you. Welcome to the neighborhood. Hi, anything I can do for you? By the way, listen, I hate to bring this up. I uh-huh. know you're that sort of guy, uh-huh. but the, listen, you, you careless, you, 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 you a-holes... Your dog yeah. yaps all day. It's obnoxious. I hate it. You leave an angry anonymous note. Angry anonymous. Oh, you I'm going to call the cops. You sign it with your it's, neighbor's name? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is Ted from
2: 348 Jeopardy Lane. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. All
1: right. Sign it for the and person across the And I'm going to come over and kick your
0: ass. <laughs> sign <laughs> you know, it. Shut Nicholas. your dog up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Why, oh, Ted right. over in three four eight Jeopardy Lane is going to be throwing dogs for no reason. I have no idea what's <laughs> <Why> going on. Why are you fighting me?
3: <laughs> and to make sure they don't trace it back to you with some sort of handwriting analysis, right, make right. sure you cut the letters out of individual magazine articles. <laughs> yes. It's a really it's a good <laughs> sure, look. Right. People appreciate the craftsmanship it's that
1: you put
0: into the art
3: letter. project.
1: It's like scrapbooking.
3: Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: right. Right. <laughs> uh, hilarious. Uh, I'm Jack oh, Armstrong. Boy. He's Joe Getty on this. The rent's due new month, August first, year 2017. We are Armstrong. Getty. The rent it's too damn high. Oh, amen. <laughs> Of that we approve of this program, <laughs> all right. Let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go. At Mark,
2: give us a sec here.
0: Here's the wind
2: up buffering,
0: and the pitch.
2: How would you describe what has happened over the course of the past 10 days? Obviously, you will agree with your
1: boss, the president, that there's no chaos, but. How do you explain that not to be the case? Uh, I think it's pretty simple. I've said it before. If you want to see chaos come to my house with three preschoolers, uh, this doesn't hold a candle to that. Just to be clear, that's not an open
2: invitation to come (laughs) to my house.
1: But if you guys want to to schedule babysitting time, I'll be uh, happy to work that out.
0: Wow, she has that gig with three little kids at home? Wow. She's right, though. You got little kids. That's chaos. <laughs> you <laughs> got a couple of little kids. That's some chaos for you. Um, that's a good answer, though. That was good. Uh, you know, that was a good, charming, <laughs> deflecting answer. Yeah. It, it, deflecting. It was indeed. It was very clever. She is a much better fit for that job than uh, than Spicer was. It's, it seems to me, from my amateur eyes, it doesn't get away from the fact that things are pretty chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> chaos, not compared to a Darfur food handout. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs>
1: hilarious uh what are other headlines marshall as you were just (laughs) saying mooch madness is over washpo report washpo report trump dictates misleading statement about sons meeting with the russians cover up or inconsequential fake news i think it's
0: cover up or did it not happen is the question
1: and there's been a historic change in who is voting in
0: america these days coming up 635 armstrong and getty yeah, that Walpole story is going to get a lot of attention. If it's true, it's it's pretty damned interesting and maybe a very big deal. But you don't know if it's true or not, so that's always the problem with any of this stuff. Another leak. I'll tell you what I'm going to do about the leakers, but I got to tell you off the record, all right? Yeah, don't say who this is, but uh yeah, we're going to kill the leakers, yeah. What a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> How does Melbag look? Oh, it's fine. It's decent. It's, you know... About Tuesday good. It's good enough. Right. Do you have any stories of playing golf at Pebble Beach with big wigs? Well, you know, you keep dismissively calling it playing golf. I was entertaining the clients that are critical to our business. At great time and expense, while you sat here jabbering. (laughs) The tables have turned, folks. (laughs) Sat here jabbering. Um, we had a low moment in the show yesterday, where it almost closed down the franchise. Oh, I'm sorry wow. to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I'm really sorry yep, to hear that. I almost closed down the franchise. I do this for a living, you know. I almost sent people down the hall to get music. In fact, I suggested it. We get music, and we just wow. we just abandon it. We call it a good run, and it's over. Wow, wow. wow. I am sorry I missed that. Yeah, yeah. It was rough. Was I come involved? In the, come in today. The room's empty. Where is everybody? <laughs> the whole thing came to a complete halt <laughs> yes. yesterday for a while. Uh, we've got more on the way. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah, so we uh, tried to get this guest on like Three or four different times, and the phone kept going south. Oh, no. And, uh, uh, yeah, and it just, it finally, it just, uh, the whole thing ground to a halt, and I I was in such despair. Mm. I very nearly just closed her down and wow. uh, put on some music and said goodbye, everybody. Completely dispirited. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's rough. Yeah. It's annoying. It was, it was, it was, yeah, it was. Was that a landline, the final line that finally gave out?
3: No, that, the, that was also... <laughs> he, part of the problem, he happened to be in a hotel room at a major Las Vegas casino where the landline, every time he picked it up, just disconnected. Oh. So we were trying to make yeah. the cell phone thing. And just, that, uh,
0: that's just... how they get you to go down to the casino. You think, screw it. I, <laughs> I can't call home. I'll just go down to the casino again. <laughs> Gabbling and whore my only option. That's right. Exactly. Mailbag. <laughs> 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 Well, there are some rough times at Pebble Beach, too. There's this I was there in the sunshine on the edge of the land and the ocean, and uh, I hit it right into a divot, and I was very mad about that. So I, I had, understand. I had some challenges, too. There's a nice note from Jordan in Seattle on the topic of the mooch. Oh! Oh! I want to keep doing that because soon it's going to be over. I'm so excited to hear what you have to say about the Mooch getting let go. I'm not one that usually believes that Trump is playing three-dimensional chess, but is it possible that Mooch's only job was to get rid of Reince Priebus? Maybe Trump has it all under control when the media thinks it's chaos. Plus, when the Mooch was around, he took all the attention off of anything Trump said. KPTT DCT, keep playing that three-dimensional chess, Trump. Jordan, you are high. (laughs) You are, like, high on three different drugs. I think he brought in a guy who's on the edge of uh, acceptable, who then was going through an incredible personal crisis, and so went way overboard from where he usually is even. I mean, your wife divorced you know, right before you have a baby. You're not even allowed to be part of the birth. Is uh, That's a pretty big deal. Yeah, you might crack. Yeah. You yeah. might melt down. Would you call a reporter? And suggest that Steve Bannon is capable of gymnastic self love. I, I don't ha- know. You never know. If I was hammered, I might do anything. Right. So he might have been hammered. Right. You don't know. Um, Mart- Martinis and Coke. As far as firing him, th- there was no other option, right? Oh no, no. And and it's not like uh, he was bringing in Meatloaf as his new chief of staff, or <laughs> or you know, or, or, or you know Tony Soprano. He's bringing General John Kelly. Yeah. I mean. Any normal human being would want to fire uh, Mooch. A Marine Corps general would want to put him up against the wall with a cigarette in his mouth for being that undisciplined and stupid. So, yeah, you know, when I heard it, it was so obvious. I thought, oh, my God. Oh, of course. Those two couldn't work together. Be insane. It's a, it's a shame, though. It is a real shame. I thought the Mooch would be entertainment for months to come. Damn it! Ten days. We lose Spicy, then we lose Mooch, the next guy's probably going to be some competent, measured, reasonable adult. It's the shortest tenure of any White House staff in history, <laughs> which is not hard to imagine. Cause why would you ever bring anybody in for a week and a half? <laughs> he didn't make it to his official start yeah, date. Yeah, he'd never actually taken the job. Wow. Wow. So nobody, like, looked at Andrew Jackson's wife wrong, and he (laughs) slashed him with a sword or anything. Shortest in history. It's amazing. Uh, Spotted in Portland, Mallory writes, this was on a community board in my neighborhood grocery store. We don't dislike the show Portlandia because it's inaccurate, but because it's too close for comfort. Going to be like 105 in Portlandia today. And all of uh, Oregon, Washington, and Northern California. Crazy hot. Good Lord. Hot as it's been in like 130 years. Yeah. You know, it's it's unbelievable. Portland, where people couldn't get to work. It snowed so much this winter. Now it's too hot. It's deathly hot. Anyway, Portlandia. Hipsters' beards are going to melt off. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) Here it is. Uh, a bunch of nice artworky chickens, and this is one of those tear-off-the-bottom-tab things on the bulletin board. Chicken Raiki and other animals, too. Reiki is a Japanese healing system where the practitioner channels universal life force energy and then offers it to the recipient for their healing. It may be offered to the animal using the traditional hands-on or healing or at short distance. Animals are much more attuned to energy than humans. I am specialized in chicken reiki for healing of trauma, abuse, neglect, fear, aggressing, or any kind of stress. So this woman will lay hands on and spiritually heal your chicken. So as home chicken has become more of a a thing, I know so many people got the chickens at home. Right. It's a big deal. Now we got somebody who will help your stressed chicken by laying hands on it. That's awesome. That's correct. That's correct. You hate to have a stressed chicken. You know, I happen to come across an old timey reference to, uh, it's actually a literary uh, reference to a, a, a woman whose dog killed her neighbor's chickens. And uh, the entire town was going to get together and torture and kill the dog. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is, you know, the old timey South. And uh, my dogs murdered chickens on three different occasions. And I'm lucky, I, you know, I'm lucky it's not frontier justice going on. My own dogs killed our own chickens, and that's why we really? don't have chickens, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, that's an amazing instinct. And they don't eat them, they just shake them. Shake them to death and drop them on the ground. All right, I'm through here. Good boy. What? It's the, the hunting burden instinct, I'm told. Anyway, I don't know what time is it. Oh, man, we're running late. That's too bad. Uh, how about this? Uh, I guess you guys talked about the, uh, the CRISPR, the gene uh, mutating we thing. We did. Very is that, interesting. Is that the guest that kept dropping off? No. No. Oh, okay. Good. Thank God that almost saved the day. Mm. Uh, on the CSP the CRISPR thing, I think that guest was super paranoid and kind of annoying. He's an alarmist. I'm for all human-animal hybrids. Bring back the mammoth, the dodo bird, that marsupial tiger. Marsupial tiger? Wow, I'm intrigued. Shoot, bring back one of them giant terror birds that lived in South America way back in the day. Man, I'll bet they're good eating. This is the future. It could mean a cure for dementia, Alzheimer's, fat. You can't let China or some third world dictator take the lead while you sit around asking, what did God intend? He intended to you for you to reproduce and die, period. His intentions are none of our concerns. Now that's some good, solid reasoning from well, our friend Dio. Our professor uh, said he'd bet his own money that China is already editing the genes of, uh, of humans to make them stronger and taller for the military, for instance. Or more intelligent. He uh, said sure. he absolutely believes it's already happening. I would be shocked if it were not. Well, it'd almost be malpractice if you're an evil regime <laughs> to not take advantage of this. Uh, Creating a- human-animal hybrids. That's right, Mr. President. We have some more thoughts on this topic worthy of discussing, perhaps. But uh, a glance at the clock tells me it's time to move on. Yeah, and if uh, and if everybody in your neighborhood is editing genes of the embryos to make their kids 15% smarter, what, are you going to not do it for your kid? You got to. You got to keep up with the Joneses and their jeans. Edit the your, your jeans so the kid can throw a 120 mile per hour fastball? Yeah. Superman on the sports field. Superman and women. God, the future's going to be so crazy. The future lies before us, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> uh, so Marshall's got his news. We'll figure out where we are. I guess there's a new Rasmussen poll out. This Washington Post story. Getting lots of attention. If it's true, it's uh, attention-worthy. Of course, the question with all these sorts of stories is, is it true? Could Uh, be a friend of a friend thing. We'll delve into it. Did Trump come up with the idea of his kids lying about that meeting? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Yo, yo, yo. It's my catchphrase. Yo boy. (laughs) Yo, yo, yo.
2: How's, How's like catching on? How's it going? Oh,
0: it's huge. I guess it's big in China. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's really taking over the Asian market. That's, China. It's uh, good marketing. It's smart. I'm not getting a dime out of it, though. They uh, they hacked it. They've got a fake version of Yo-Yo-Yo. <laughs> oh, on, oh, a knockoff. Mark- marketing oh. it on T-shirts. Yeah, knockoff Yo-Yo-Yo <laughs> T-shirts. Uh, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. It is
1: a brand new day, and the president wants you to know it. Official President Trump tweet reader, Vincent Nicholas. A great day at the
0: White House. Wow, brief. To the point because of John Kelly taking over Is that why? He's he's talking about the
1: strength of the stock market. He's oh. saying, you know, all these all this great economic news that isn't being reported by the mainstream media we ought the, to take note of it.
0: As I said yesterday, that is the that is example number 1 of media bias. If you had a Democrat president yep. and the stock market was doing what it was doing, you'd be hearing about it endlessly. Yes. Also, if the stock market was tanking, you'd be under Trump, you'd be hearing about it endlessly. The fact that every index, which we regularly point out are not very good indicators of the economy, but that aside. Um, the fact that they're not trumpeting this on a regular basis is just is just because they don't want to give Trump any air. I mean, it's just clear bias.
2: I'm yep. sorry, March. let me read his other two tweets. I I, I didn't understand what you wanted. Okay. Uh, his other two tweets this morning. Uh, stock market hit all-time high again at 22,000 today, was 18,000 only six months ago on election day. Mainstream media seldom mentions. It is,
0: it is amazing. Yeah. You'd be hearing about it on every single newscast that exists if it were a Democrat president. Sure. I mean, the unemployment rate,
2: the jobs market, the rising wages, not rising fast enough, but... Of course, and, and one more. He. Uh, this is a quote. Quote. Corporations have. Oh, sorry. Quote. Corporations have never made as much money as they are making now. Unquote. Thank you, Stuart Barney, Fox, and Friends. Jobs are starting to roar. Watch.
1: <laughs> roar. Watch.
2: <laughs> Sick. The new, white, the new
1: White House chief of staff is busy reorganizing how the West Wing operates. Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders now says all White House staff have to report directly to John Kelly, and that's going to include President Trump's daughter, Ivanka, and his son-in-law, Jared Kushner. Kelly's first day in the job also saw the departure of the new communications director, Anthony Scaramucci. The president certainly felt uh, that Anthony's comments were inappropriate for a person in that position. Anthony wants General Kelly to be able to operate uh, fully with a clean slate, build his own team. There you go. Everybody Saying gets that Sean slate.
0: Spicer was incompetent would be inappropriate for a man in his position. What he said was bizarre and unreal it was insane and inexcusable But there's no need to embarrass the man he's got enough problems there
1: is a report out today that president trump personally dictated his son's response to news about a meeting with a russian lawyer the washington post is reporting trump drafted the statement on board air force one on his way home from the g20 summit in germany the misleading statement claimed Trump Jr. and the lawyer primarily discussed a program about
0: adoption of Russian children during that June 2016 meeting. Well, even more than that, the Washington Post says... That Trump Jr. and Ivanka and others, yes. they wanted to go with what actually happened. Right. They just they wanted were. to put out there, this is the email we got, this is how we responded, right. we didn't understand, blah, blah, blah. And the president stepped in and said, no, 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 let's, talk, let's say it was about adoptions, let's say it was a nothing meeting. Right. That he personally got involved in this um, to to make up a story. I'm trying to avoid the L word uh, (laughs) Well, or such a selective version of the truth is to be misleading. Um, You know, it's funny. I was watching him talk about John Kelly, and I think we played the tape already this morning, in which he goes with his inevitable. And I think among chiefs of staff, he's going to be the greatest of all time. And I'm thinking, oh, for God's sake, the hyperbole thing. I know it's worked for you. Somebody sent us a a little snippet from uh, The Art of the Deal where he talks about people like to dream big. And sometimes their dreams are, so I give them a chance to dream big. And that's why I use hyperbole a lot. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. And it really gets people excited. Well, unless you're the POTUS and you're giving a statement about something four times a day. You know, everything can't be the greatest thing ever. and, And you know, maybe it's just me. At some point, I'd like to hear something like, uh, John Kelly's going to be really effective. He's going to bring the experience he had with the Marine Corps to bear here, and we're going to have a little discipline. Blah, blah, blah. Not just that it's going to be the greatest ever, but why is it good? I would like to hear yeah. that. So the reason I bring that up is Trump, obviously, and, you know, his life's work would suggest that it's true until now. Trump thought, no, 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 no. I can spin them. I can, I can, I know how to dupe them. I know how to fool them. We'll tell them it's about adoptions because that did come up. Because that's, it's, it's complicated. But that has to do with the sanctions. That no, no, no problem. I get this. I, I know what to tell them. Yeah. And dude, it doesn't work now. It's you're the POTUS. Just let it out. How tell big, it. How if it's if this story is true? How big a deal do you think it is that the president stepped in and encouraged people to lie about this? as opposed to tell the truth. Well, again, you could argue uh, you could argue that was just spin, I think. I mean, it was You could argue it, I wouldn't buy it. A but lot you could of argue that if you out. want. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I just I think it's maybe one last gasp of him thinking he's smarter than the entire rest of the world. Yeah. That's the way I see it. I don't think he'll do that anymore, especially with Kelly in there. I could be wrong.
1: Quick final note, we got a new Rasmussen poll out this week that shows 39% of likely voters approve of how President Trump is handling the job, 61% disapprove. This is the first time Rasmussen has shown that Trump's approval numbers have dipped below 40 percent.
0: But it's 39? 39 oh, percent. Okay. It's within the margin. Yeah, Whatever. But, yeah, Whatever. Listen but, but yeah, but to liberal news media. We, folks? Even
1: Rasmussen's making a big deal out of this.
0: We've had... Well, they got to get attention. Yeah. We, we've had enough <laughs> polls over the last couple of weeks. He's about 40. Yeah. He's somewhere around the high 30s, around 40, which, which is not good. Is what he was on election day. Yeah, which is not good. It's still higher than what Hillary is. So, <laughs> so, so you know what America needs to do? Yeah needs to produce somebody that can do better than 40 percent you think america one of the parties could produce a human that would pull it higher than 40 percent alex baldwin you know the the whole hillary comparison continues to amuse me because it's a chance to kick hillary and don't we all enjoy that but you know at some point we need to leave that comparison behind. She's right. just an elderly woman in a shawl. <laughs> She's a sad old lady who lives in upstate New York. Alone. Alone.
1: Well, I tell you, now that everybody can buy a kit with to who, uh, uh, to genetically uh, alter embryos, I'm sure we can come up with somebody who can get more than 40% approval. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong Giddy Show, the voice
0: of the West. <laughs> oh, my God. It's all funny till someone loses an eye. You remember Mom saying that. Well, it's all funny until China launches an attack on Taiwan. Or Kim Jong-Fat drops a missile on Japan. I'm just afraid that... Or Russia is moving 100,000 troops into NATO country borders right. for a supposed exercise, and there's some concerns that they're actually going to try to snatch some land. Right. Say, well, you know, this is mostly ethnic Russian land if you go back. It's just it's a couple square miles. Our, our Russian citizens were being oppressed. Uh, yeah, yeah, that could easily happen. So I think your point is you don't want all this chaos going on when a crisis hits. Right, we got to get our act together. Yeah. I've been saying that about myself for a very, very long time. How's that coming along? Eh, slowly. Mm. I'm easing into it. You don't want to pull something. Um, so uh, we didn't get this report yesterday because we kept losing the reporter and I became suicidal. But the um, the attempt by hackers to get into voting machines at that big conference last week, the results are in and it's pretty interesting. Yeah, in fact, one of the guys who who did really well is a big fag. Found out. Cool. Friend of Armstrong and Getty. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show. Meanwhile, did, did you see Chris Christie at, at the baseball game? New Jersey Governor Chris Christie is in the middle of a Make America, Hate Him Again tour. A few weeks ago, he closed down the state beach in New Jersey, then took his family to the state beach. And yesterday, he was in Milwaukee at the Brewers Cubs game, and he got a, a fight with a guy who yelled, You suck at him. <laughs> That is so good. He's cradling a container of nachos. <laughs> Belt is up higher than his approval rating. Look <laughs> at this still here. And, he's, he, you know, like if you didn't know what was going on, it really could look like Chris Christie stole that man's nachos, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I saw the picture in the headline. Oh, my God. They jawed at each other. Was there more to it than that? The Cubs guy, I think, was being a dick. Yeah, I would agree. He he did the thing that hecklers like to do. You yell stuff at people knowing they can't retaliate, and if they do, it will make them look bad. Right. I mean, it's just a... And so Christie got in his face. The the thing that made it funny, of course, was the way Chris Christie was cradling his nachos like it was a newborn (laughs) baby and wanted to make sure nothing happened to them. (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) Reminiscent of when he was pouring the really yes. big bag of M&M's into the little bag. <laughs> yes. Rebagging his M's, as they call it in the hood. The thing is, he needs to get in a confrontation where he's not holding some sort of <laughs> junk food. Oh, man. <laughs> in a protective manner. Yeah. Go, fat boy! Go, fat boy! Cradling just... his nachos. <laughs> That's not a great look. No, no, not when your belt's up at your neck. Yeah.
2: Nacho-wielding Chris Christie. Poor guy.
0: You know, I appreciate the uh, the coming back at the guy. What'd you say to me? Oh, you're Good a, for you. First he said, have another beer. And they said, you're a big shot, aren't you? You're a big shot. Which is absolutely, Chris Christie was in the right on that conversation, in my opinion. Sure. That whole yelling at people, sports stars, musicians, whatever, because you can get away with it. It's just weak. Yeah. I, I call for more vigilante justice on that. <gasps> uh, more players coming into the stands. I like that. It'll clean things up. Are mm. you looking at my nachos? Stop looking at my nachos. <laughs> hey, Chris, can I have some of your nachos? That's how I would have heckled him. Are you going to eat all those? Oh, never mind. That would have been a good heckle. And then I'd have to fight him. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's a nice note from um, uh, William, who claims that he played beer pong with my son a couple of years ago in college. Uh, cool I'll have to ask Deco about that, although authorities believe alcohol was involved, so I'm not sure he'll you know have clear memories of the evening right there in the name. but he's talking about the um the genetic modification of humans and I, I, I some good insight here and uh, maybe we'll discuss it some other time probably not I'll <laughs> lose interest. <laughs> We we got into this late in the show, so maybe we should reset it coming up. If you don't know about this CRISPR thing... Yeah. Um, no, and, and, no, no, no. It's not the drawer in your fridge you put your lettuce. It's something different. <laughs> and editing genes, that the way they can do it for plants, what they've been doing forever, they're going to start being able to do Well, they can do already for animals and humans, and it's not very expensive, and the possibilities are frightening. Is it too late to do a little nip and tuck on mine? Because I got some complaints. There's some stuff that isn't so good. Yeah, I'm not sure there's much we can do for us. Can you do something about my attention span uh, doctor and my height? I'd like to be (laughs) 6'3". You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.